0: There's a helping people, but Tom Price talking to these funny people He's asking what they find and they're telling the stories Can somebody hear another name of the show, please? It's my mate, water toaster, oh-oh It's my mate, water toaster, yeah, yeah my mate, water toaster, oh-oh Toaster, oh, oh. Toast above, my love. thank God, toaster
1: Well, hello, welcome back to another week of my bought a toaster. Um, thank you very much for downloading, listening, supporting, liking, subscribing, reviewing, rating. Just being yourselves, so guys, most of all. Thank you for being you. Um so really hope you enjoy today's episode. Maisie Adam is just the most fantastic guest. I'm so, so excited for you to listen to this episode. Um, Is there any admin before we get on with the episode? There really isn't any admin. What I'd like you to do is listen to the podcast and tell your friends. It's really that simple. Um, Enjoy, and I'll see you next week. Who have we got on next week? I think we're going to do... I haven't decided, actually. Either George Egg, who's a good egg. You're welcome. uh, Or Danny Robbins, um, who's... A nice man. I can't think of a pun based on his name. And I feel like I'm in a rush because you guys just want to get on with the episode. You don't want to listen to this nonsense. Uh, So yeah, either George Egg or Danny Robbins. I don't know yet. I'll decide one day. Enjoy Maisie Adam. Lots of love. Hello, this is My Bit a Toaster. And this week I have got a fantastic stand-up comic who also has a fantastic haircut as well. It's got to be said, Maisie Adam. It's a great haircut.
2: It's all right, isn't it? It's all right.
1: When I Googled you to look, I had a little look on your Wikipedia, by the way, which I don't often do for this. But yeah, I don't know why I felt the the need to do that. It's because I had this sort of weird 10 minute window before we started. And I was downstairs thinking, I've got nothing to do. I'm going to Google Maisie. And uh, I went to Google you. And one of the things that comes up, you go Maisie Adam. And then hair is the next word that comes up now.
2: Oh, really? Oh, that's that's good, though, because um, it used to be height, just loads of people wanting to know how tall I was. And then it right. would go it used to go Maisie Adam, uh, lesbian question <laughs> mark. And I, I understand <laughs> right, that. Right, I get well. I get how, right, right, right. I get how people <laughs> might have them questions. But um <laughs> good to know that the haircut is now the main reason for
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh I, yeah, okay. How y- was my Wikipedia? It
1: was very interesting. I want to. There's, there's one thing in particular that I really want to talk about. Oh, but the rest no. of it was. Have you, have you, have you looked at your Wikipedia? Um,
2: my fiance has. He because he was like, do you know who edits it? Because I, it's one of them, isn't it? Where anybody can edit a Wikipedia page. Uh, yeah. Um, For
1: example, the man you're talking to right now.
2: Oh, have you edited my Wikipedia while page? you're, <laughs> while oh, you're, oh, oh, no. while you're not, not you a
1: lesbian. <laughs> at the Time of ask. No, I haven't touched it. I wouldn't even know how to do that. But, but people can do that.
2: You know, when you know the bit that everybody likes to scroll down to on a wikipedia page you go straight to personal life
1: personal information personal personal life life. yeah mine just says
2: uh uh Maisie lives in brighton and then the other sentence is she's currently engaged which the word currently i don't think gives (laughs) my fiance a whole lot of confidence
1: also 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 it says uh there's a little bit in brackets it says uh, currently which is yeah a weirdly temporary word there um uh, it says when in brackets, like a citation needed thing. When, you know what I mean? So anyone listening to this who does know how to do uh, Wikipedia, oh, Maisie, no. um, when did you get engaged?
2: Third uh, of December. Yeah, I think.
1: Did you just look at your wall calendar? After <laughs> no. one side, were you just going?
2: No. Uh, one second. No, like, I, checking I was receipts. on holiday in Prague, and it was, it was, it was, it was there. It was, it was Lovely. around. I think I mean, if anybody is going to put it on Wikipedia, just put around the 3rd of
1: December. Around the 3rd of December? What? Because if they know it's 3rd of December, that is presumably 0312 is your passcode to get into your iPhone, things like that. Oh, That's God. Problem, isn't it?
2: Um, oh, you've just made me rethink every password I've got. <laughs> oh, it's really obvious.
1: Um, okay, good. Well, now we all know you better go and change your passwords. Mm-hmm. But after this, please, after this. Uh, so, uh, thank you very much for giving me access to your Amazon account, talking your passwords. It's been a <laughs> yeah, lot of it didn't fun. Didn't take you
2: long to guess my password, did it?
1: No, that was very. It's very easy, very easy to do. Uh, I've been rampaging through your Amazon history, and we're going to go back uh, to 2011. Hmm. That's 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 early doors for you, Maisie. Yes. Um, specifically, November. <laughs> specifically, November 2011. Specifically, really, two items bought on the 13th of November 2011. <sighs> Okay. Spice World, the movie, the 10th anniversary edition.
2: Yeah. No questions asked, please. That's a very normal purchase to do.
1: No shame. No No shame shame as well. Inflatable Scottish Piper costume. Over (laughs) to you, Maisie.
2: Uh, Okay. Um, It was Children in Need Day at school, uh, where you could go fancy dress. So
1: you're still at school in 2011?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm in, oh, I'm in okay. lower six right. form.
1: Okay, okay then, fine, all right.
2: Well, you should know that because you know my date of birth because you've been <laughs> rifling through all my passwords, Tom. <laughs> um, it was Children in Need Day. I think that's a, around that time of year, isn't it? And um, yes, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's fancy dress. And yeah. to be honest, my friend Faye Milburn and I yeah. would yeah. really go all out every year. And it started with, do you remember when those inflatable costumes came out where um, they had, it was a horse um, and it would look, you would look, you would dress as a cowboy and then you would nice. have the reins of a horse with some fake little legs Fantastic. and it would look like you're riding a horse.
1: Amazing. We did
2: that, I think in year nine. Yeah. And honestly, it absolutely brought the house down at St. Aidan's Church of England High School. Everybody loved it. <sighs> I'm it's a great school. It for, it's a great school. Talking about uh, it for months afterwards. It's
1: great. <laughs> Maisie. Maisie and her costumes. Um, you, you can never underestimate the joy that a good costume will bring. And we get a lot of costumes on this show you won't be surprised to hear. And I'll be honest, early doors on this show, I'm, I'm thinking of Pete Donaldson in particular, brilliant uh, DJ and podcaster. Yeah. Um, I really tore him a new one about the number of co- uh, costumes that he bought. I really went for him. I was like, oh, are you wacky. Like he was like <laughs> sort of like a kind of David Brent thing. And uh, I regret that now because costumes are just, the best. You know, it's pure joy. You're never going to stop laughing. All you've got to do is stand there and go, hey. Huh?
2: I love it huh? so much. I love I love, um, I love, love it when it's done really, really well and I love it when it's done really bad. Uh, I yes. love every single type of fancy dress party. I think there's so much fun. I think <laughs> you're either one of two people in the world, are you? you? You either absolutely live for fancy dress stuff or yes. you hate it. You absolutely can't stand it. Um, I'm
1: trying to cross over. I'm trying to become. I'm a Brexiteer with with fancy dress at the moment and I need to okay. become more of a remainer. On, if That makes sense. Come on over Yeah, I feel more marginalized. And Amazon has contributed to that as well.
2: It's so easy to do. It's so start yourself off with a little inflatable horse costume. <laughs> One of my favorite memories from um freshers at uni yeah. was this lad Rayo who um turned up to a fancy dress uh costume. I think it was for Halloween. Uh, And he was in like a full yellow jumpsuit with like black stripes down it. And um, he spent the whole night going, no, I'm Bruce Lee. Because (laughs) everybody kept going, oh, I kill Bill. You all right, kill Bill? (laughs) And it was just the funniest thing, um, just watching him get more frustrated.
1: Bruce Lee, for God's sake. And Bruce Lee, he
2: wears a yellow jumpsuit. It's Bruce Lee. Oh, looks look like Uma Thurman to me, mate.
1: <laughs> it's And also, I can imagine that the Uma Thurman thing did a lot of business that night. People go around, go up to him and say, you look like Uma Thurman. Yeah, um, that's,
2: oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Shouting over to him and going, excuse me, Uma Thurman, can you just get us a drink? Can you just get
1: a-? And presumably, Uma Thurman's going to stick as a nickname for him for years as well. That's
2: 100%. 100%. Um, He's still saved in my phone as Uma.
1: <laughs> we have got... Um, uh Book Day coming up, right? World Book Day is, yes. is coming up. Oh, by the time I broadcast it, might have happened, actually. Um, and this is when kids just all go in, in fancy dress. They all dress as Harry Potter. Someone told me the other day that they know, and this is amazing, a year nine, so this is someone who's 12, 13, who did World Book Day dressed as Christian Grey. Shut up. They went, Shut They were in a suit. No. With uh, those wire tag things. <laughs> No, and loads of other paraphernalia. The age of Betty, Oh my god! Got, got sent straight home. <laughs> is that brilliant? Oh
2: my god! That kid is going to grow up with such issues from being sent Seriously. home for coming in as. <laughs> uh, Daddy Christian Grey. I love it. I love it. I love it. I know that those those days always, they can be quite stressful for parents, can't they? World Book Day and mm. World, like, because you, you forget that it's fancy dress. My parents did this with my brother. Mm. There used to be something called World Food Day um, yeah. at my uh, infant school when you're really, really young. I don't think it probably goes ahead now because it's, quite culturally inappropriate, sure. I think, looking yeah. back, because mm-hmm. you, you would have to dress as someone oh uh, from oh, okay. that bit of the world okay. and bring in the food of that world, oh, which was like, fine, if you're coming in as a French person, you wear a beret, mm-hmm. some garlic around your neck, and you bring in mm-hmm. a baguette and some cheese. Sure. Um, the difficulty is when we go to things like China. Right. Um, and uh, my mum and dad were walking Danny to school. He's like four years old, and mm. they start to clock that all the other kids approaching the school are dressed from around the world. So my dad had to run Danny home, open this like fancy dress place, uh, you know, the the little emergency box of fancy dress costumes. And uh, the only thing they had for Danny was um, this dinosaur costume. (laughs) (laughs) So Danny went to school and it was on the display board for like ages afterwards with loads of like, you know, people dressed as um, a Spanish matador bringing in some tapas. Mm. uh, And then... um, just Danny as a big Tyrannosaurus <laughs> Rex and the caption was just like, even dinosaurs have their own types of food. It was
1: like <laughs> that's so oh. good. <laughs> yeah. Well, dinosaurs of course were all over the world, you know. Exactly. So not the
2: world over. Very yeah.
1: cosmopolitan. Oh, that's And way fantastic. less
2: problematic than coming in as somebody from China when you're not from yes. China.
1: Oh, for God's sake, yes, please. Um uh, also we're sort of flagging for the school as well, who are allowing you to to dress up for, for Red Nose Day. Um you know, when I was at school, it was it was a case of putting a red nose on for for children in need. As this is here, you know, yeah. someone might put the the pugsy um, bandana over their eye or something like that. You know, That's but this it. is quite this is quite laid back of your school. Was it quite a liberal, chilled out school that allowed you to do this? Or
2: yeah, yeah, oh, they encouraged like sillier the better. Keep get like just um, yeah. Really pushed the boat out. I think was the message with 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 school. They loved it. They fuck about
1: about it. Have a fuck about.
2: Yeah, and also, I'd like I think this will be quite relatable. But at, at school, like the cool kids would mm-hmm. all dress as something like cave girls together. Right. Um, which just meant that they backcombed the hair Mm
1: -hmm. and... um, A scantily dressed cave girl. Is that what we're thinking? You know what I mean? And like
2: army women. You go, the women in the army do not look like you, Jessica. (laughs) Uh, And then me and Faye would like go all out. So as I say, we started with this inflatable horse thing. It went down a treat. Went down an absolute treat. (sighs) The next year we thought, what are we going to do? We found inflatable costumes of Kenny and Carmen from um, South Park. Yes. Oh, fantastic. And then the following year... Faye went as Austin Powers, mm-hmm. and I went as Fat Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> It was a church school. And I think I was really pushing pushing that liberalness by coming as something called Fat Bastard.
1: <sighs> Already pushing the envelope culturally and, and really, artistically at that early stage. So we see, we see you. This is when it this is when it begins. It's not
2: good, is it? It's but, one of them where you think, you know, sometimes when people go, Oh, do you ever worry about your old tweets, Maisie, or or, oh. or anything like that? You go, it's more just the general decisions I made, like <laughs> going to going to a charity event as a character called Fat Bastard. <laughs>
1: They'll come back and haunt you. Uh, and thanks to the podcast, we're all going to know about this now. Um, yeah. Were you a rebel then, or not? Or were you? Was that just? Oh you? God,
2: no, no. I ah, thought that. Okay. that would, uh, that's how little of a rebel I was. Is that? Right. That's what I thought would be being rebellious. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. okay. Look, okay. I've come as somebody called Fat Bastard. Mm. I can't say the word in the corridors, <laughs> but I will.
1: And a teacher would say, "Who well, are you dressed as then, Adam?" <laughs> yeah,
2: I can't say, sir. I can't say. <laughs> you, you need to have seen Austin Powers. <laughs>
1: We're going to 2013 now. That's your next hit here Ooh. on Amazon. Are you still at school in 2013, or have you left by this point?
2: No, 2013. Uh, I was working in Fat Face, right? Because all my mates had gone to uni and I hadn't. From fat bastard so, to fat face. Fat, yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's a theme here, mm-hmm. isn't there? Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I was. I was um, I, I'd wanted to go to drama school, and I needed to. Uh, I didn't get in the first time, so I was taking a year out to save up some money. Mm work uh i did camp america that summer did you yeah what? oh it was, it was lovely it was sp- amazing. have you spoken
1: to steve Begea about this he's obsessed with camp america is he
2: obsessed with camp america oh my
1: god he came on the podcast he did a whole podcast about about camp america stuff yeah 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 yeah. yeah. oh
2: god right okay i need to talk to him about it have then. that
1: combo tell us about your camp america experience then was it amazing
2: uh yeah i went to so like when you're applying mm. you have to sort of say what what uh like what sort of camp you wouldn't want to go to, or for whatever
1: reason. Right. And I was
2: like, I don't want to limit my chances, so I just said yes to like everything. You
1: ended up at the um, NRA summer camp. Didn't no, you? no, no,
2: no. But I got given quite a churchy um, uh, summer camp. Okay. Is that um, your is in, that
1: your jam, or not, not particularly, or?
2: Like I went to Church of England school, but this was um, oh we don't have it here, but Presbyterian, oh, which is okay. quite. Um, quite evangelical
1: yeah, yeah, to be yeah, honest. Yeah. They absolutely um, love their Jesus.
2: Yeah, they love oh. the Jesus. And it's sort of like all the pastors are oh. in jeans, that kind oh. of vibe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Casual preachers. Hymns, but the hymns are accompanied by electric guitar. It was kind of that sort of mm. jam. Mm. Yeah. Is. They would call, they would call it a jam rather than a hymn, uh, you know?
1: Yeah. We just can kind of have a jam, jam for jam, Jesus. Jam for Jesus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My, um, yeah. I've got this in my family. My brother's into that, those vibes. There's pastors. Yeah. Absolutely right. It's the, you know beware preachers in slacks
2: yeah yeah Mm -hmm. a vicar with a tattoo is a warning sign (laughs) um but it was lovely i absolutely loved it i really enjoyed it and everyone was uh, everyone was really really cool it was in new jersey which i think is quite because you hear some people who like obviously i'm not saying there's bad bits of america of course i think if you want to go to camp america yeah be somewhere where you can get to new york city within like just over an hour. Sure. Right. Imagine yeah. if you get like Oklahoma.
1: Mm. But I, I, I am fascinated by the deep South of America. I'd love to go and, and visit it. And stuff, oh, I'd love to
2: visit it. I don't know if I'd like to be at a Bible camp for three months there. at the age
1: of like what 18, 19.
2: That's it. Mm. So, I think I really looked out with New Jersey, it yeah. was lovely. Yeah, I yeah, really liked
1: good. it. that's Um, and fair to say, you have you know, you've been to America a bit. I know this because again, actually looking at your, your Wikipedia, any other dramatic incidents happened to you in America that you're happy to talk about on the podcast?
2: Uh, sure. <laughs> I mean, those who do a, a dive deeper than Wikipedia, uh. <laughs> I have spoken about this Mm. in my second Edinburgh show. Yes. Uh, uh, Mainly because you need a good old hour to get right into it. Mm. But in a nutshell, Mm -hmm. uh, when I was about in year eight, I went to, I'm going to contextualise it for you. When I was in like year eight, uh, drama class was cancelled and we were like, the teacher had written on the board, just go to the computers uh, and research Bertolt Brecht. Sure. So we went on the computers and obviously didn't research Bertolt Brecht. We were sticking about, Googling each other's names, pressing Google image, pointing at it and going, ha, that's you. Classic. Great game. Absolutely Great brilliant game. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would yeah, always totally. be like some old PhD American person. And yeah. you'd be like, ha, that's you. Yeah. Uh, sometimes a grave would pop up and you'd be like, ooh, you're dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I Googled my name, pressed sure, Google sure. image, yes. and a mugshot <laughs> of my mum and my dad from the 90s popped up. Uh, what did your
1: friends do when they saw that? Or did you just quickly they erase were, history? I
2: was in shock. They were in shock. They were like, this must be a prank. <laughs> and I read it and it it turns out that in like 1999, we'd been on a family holiday to Florida. Mm. And uh, my mum and dad had put me to bed in the hotel room yeah. and then gone downstairs, like only a flight of stairs, to watch a firework display by the pool yeah. uh, for my dad's 35th birthday, I think. Right. Uh, I woke up. Went walkabout, uh, couldn't get back into the hotel room because the door clicked shut behind classic, me. Classic. Somebody found me and made the really normal decision of not taking me to uh, reception, but instead ringing the police to oh, report a neglected child. They
1: found you in the hotel and they rang the police? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my yeah, I God. didn't like go
2: walkabout and was on the, the streets. I was in the corridors and this woman was just like, no. oh, what, what's what's up with you? And I said, oh, I can't find my mum and dad. She went, oh neglected child, I'll ring the police. Get the cops
1: on the go. And also the American police never knowingly overreact to stuff as well, famously. Exactly, they all, exactly. If anything, they, they underreact.
2: That's it. That's it, Tom. And they had the really calm, yeah. nuanced uh, 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 response to, to this by um, deciding to put my mum and dad in a Florida jail for the night. <laughs> uh, Where were you?
1: Hang on, the, hang on. Hang on. Surely, right, that's exacerbating the problem. Because you, you have been separated from your parents
2: I wasn't neglected until they put them in jail. Right. (laughs) And then I was very neglected. (laughs) It's upsetting. Up until that point, I was just in a different room to my parents. (laughs) But crucially, in the same building
1: as your parents.
2: Crucially, in the same building. uh, Crucially, (laughs) lovingly tucked into bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Also... You know, this was pre-other events mm-hmm, that have since mm-hmm. happened. Yes, yes. Uh, So it was the 90s. Loads of people put their kids to bed and then walked off to watch a firework display. They mm-hmm. went to watch a firework display. They didn't off, They didn't go off to go on an, a big sesh or a big night out. No, um, no. So, yeah, that and that ended up sort of hitting the news because they had to... Uh, what happened to
1: you when they went into prison for the night?
2: I'm guessing social services. Oh, my.
1: Do you, do you remember this? H- how old were you? No
2: recollection. I was five years old. First I heard of it was when I was Googling my name in front of oh! my mates. In drama. <laughs>
1: that's incredible.
2: Yeah, I wish I'd bloody Googled
1: Bertolt Brecht. Oh, wow. Fantastic. Okay, good. So I yeah. got um, home
2: that night and was just like, um, Mum, I, I Googled my name and I, I saw something today. And my dad just went, Oh,
1: no. <laughs> the internet has struck.
2: Well, like, that's it. Like, the internet was not the thing it was when it happened. So no. I think they just thought, We'll tell her when she's like, you know, 16, 17 and, and old enough to read. Really- or when
1: she needs her first or second hour. That's what we'll tell her, because yeah, that's yeah. a great Edinburgh show basis. When she there. didn't
2: know what to talk about for a second Edinburgh show. That
1: difficult second album, exactly. Um, also, weren't you tempted when you went to do Camp America, weren't you tempted to say to your parents, I'm going to go to America and look after kids? Do you know what I mean? Mm.
2: <sighs> I was a little bit like, because you never know, you know when they go like, oh, you, you, you're not going to get into America if you've got any previous mm. criminal convictions. And I was like, I mean, first of all, it wasn't me. Second of mm. all, they didn't get charged, oh. but still... What if it's on the record? Like, I,
1: was, I was a nervous wreck going through customs. <laughs> I mean, everyone's a nervous wreck going through customs at the best of times. Yeah, that's, true. It's, that's living, true. it's a living hell. Um. All right, well, listen, there's a lot of American business going on actually in your Amazon purchase history here. Uh, the is there? NFL Football Sports Seattle Seahawks Cufflinks. This is 5th of June uh, yeah. 2013. Yeah, so
2: this is when I was leaving Fatface right. and my boss was a guy called Rob who was really into NFL. Right. And um, I'd worked at Fat Face I think since like 2009 2010 it's like my first job yeah I'd I'd done waitressing at a golf club for £3.50 an hour and it was awful speaking
1: as a golfer can you just confirm all golfers are great people yeah cool
2: oh god it was horrific it was horrific and it came to a head when they had a wedding party there and I spilt the gravy boat on the bride um, oh, yeah, no. and I think it was by mutual mutual <laughs> consent that we 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 terminated our working relationship. It's, there,
1: it's it's impossible not to have a working relationship terminated when you are standing in front of a bride <laughs> covered in your spilt gravy. There's no way. There's it no way so you're bouncing bad. back from that. Oh my god! What, it was what, so bad. At what stage in the day was it like? Towards the no, because if it's food.
2: Is no, she, it was yeah. It was like during the during the wedding breakfast. Jesus, was, mother of not, God, has she done has she done not,
1: pictures by this point?
2: Uh, I I would hope so. Oh. I would hope so. But she um, <laughs> yeah, she understandably was um, I think the word is livid.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. It was
2: it was not good. And then um, so I started like applying for uh, other other jobs and retail. As when you're 16, retail is the dream. Yeah, it's folding clothes having a chat to people going, what have you got planned for the rest of your day? Oh, lovely. And then, would you like your receipt in the bag? Oh, my
1: God, you're slipping into it.
2: This was your first
1: role. Like, the way your your tone of voice, your body language changes when you do it, it's incredible.
2: I think if you spoke to Rob, he would have a very different recollection of my commitment to that job role because I I very much did just see it as... This is something easy to do that will earn me money, mm. so that I can go on those big nights out.
1: Yes, right. Uh, Living for the weekend as a means
2: a means to afford Jaeger bombs. That was what this sure. job was. Jaeger to bomb tokens. But, okay, good. That's it. But Rob Rob was a a, a nice boss to me, and uh, a, you know, help, whenever I came back from university, he gave me extra shifts. So when I left, left, mm. uh, I wanted to get him some something like a nice little present and he, he was really into NFL and like nobody's into NFL in the UK are they? Well Re- they are th- really certainly
1: not in 2013 it's growing massively now though it it's,
2: is growing it's massively it's still yes. very very boring it's, it's very boring it's as a sport it's quite
1: niche and, and I I don't know why I always want to do this sort of balance thing I'm not on the no, BBC I agree I think, with you I've never watched it more I than for three minutes I quite
2: strongly that people who are into NFL you're into the aesthetic of NFL the Americana you're into the, the Americana of it. Yeah, Christine yeah. yeah. At
1: a halftime, don't mind That's if I do. It. You're
2: into the halftime Super Bowl culture. Mm. You're into the fact that you have to wear a stupid-looking helmet mm. and these big shoulder pads. Uh, oh, so you're and suggesting there's
1: a, you're into the kind of mas- the, the Americana masculinity of it. You want to be a cowboy? I Carol think boy. so. Yeah. No, I'm I going think with that. So. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, because God, uh, God knows it, it can't be because of the sport
1: itself because it's mm. such a dull game. It's any game such a where you game. have to completely change your team for defence and then back again for attack right? you have completely different players. Imagine doing that in football or rugby. It doesn't and make just, any sense. It
2: stops more than rugby. It's, oh, uh, mm. yeah, anyway. Good. okay. But he was a big fan of this team called the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. So I got him some cufflinks and uh, they went down very well as a present. And I think nearly made up for all of the times I was hung over for a
1: Sunday morning shift. Fat <laughs> Face is quite a cool shop to work at though, isn't it? That's it's quite that was quite certainly then it was quite trendy, right?
2: Yeah. Um, I worked at it at the time where it was kind of maybe going from trendy surf shop mm. to what it is now, which is sort of like liberal parents who like to go on holiday mm-hmm. to Cornwall. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> the literally the only word
1: like, I had lined up in my head was Cornwall. That was Cornwall. Yeah, Cornwall. yeah.
2: Yeah, Yeah. their kids are called things like juniper, Mm. uh, and (laughs) uh, yeah, that like we used to get a lot of dads. This used to happen a lot. We used to get a lot of dads who, um, whilst they were at the till paying, would show how cool they were by um, indicating that they knew the song that was playing, (gasps) which because it was because Fat Face has a certain. uh, playlist that's very a lot of Ben Howard going on there. Ooh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got a lot of Ben Howard. like Ben Howard, mate. Had, yeah,
1: um, yeah. God, keep him coming. A bit of
2: Passenger, yeah. that kind of thing. <laughs> and you used to get a lot of a lot of lot of blokes tapping on their till just, whilst their uh, card was authorising.
1: This is James Morrison, mate. Yeah, I know this Literally, one. yeah. just
2: just uh, just tapping the pin in and then going. <laughs> Only know when the lie when you're feeling low. Only missing home when you're home. Yeah. yeah. Do you want do you want your seat in the bag, Jeremy? Oh, I love it. I used to. I mean, this is really bad. But also, like, if if there was difficult customers, mm. like, because you used to get quite a lot of, I think what we would now call Karens. Yes. Because you've it's quite it's quite it's not cheap as fat face. So you get some people coming in and they've got money to spend. And then if they've got money to spend, they've just got a certain aura about them. And sometimes if you're on women's wear, these um sort of middle-aged middle-class women mm. come in and go, Do you have this in a twelve? And then you go, oh, I'm really sorry. uh, All the sides we've got are out. Well, can't you go and look? And then I would go, yeah, all right, then sure. And then I'd just go down to the delivery room and have a little sit, play a bit of Minesweeper. Play a bit of Minesweeper on my Blackberry.
1: Did you genuinely just Um, stand there? Yeah, just go down
2: and have a sit. Have a sit on the bench Keep her going for keep, keep it um so long that she started to get a little bit of hope that maybe. Oh, that oh is this big. is this is why you've, she's when, when you come back up, she's telling everybody else, This is why you've got to tell them to have a look because there just be, <laughs> they just might be. They just might <laughs> be. I love it. And you come back up and you go, Yeah, sorry, all sizes are out.
1: <laughs> that is fucking great. You still got Minesweeper going in your hand. Oh, God, sorry, just put yeah. that away.
2: Oops. Yeah, but in good news, I've got a new high school. So.
1: <laughs> Okay, let's move on, Maisie. We're going to go into 2014 now, and I think you might be...
2: First year of uni. Right,
1: okay. What were you studying at uni?
2: Uh, I went to East 15 acting school and did acting and community theatre. Well,
1: that's why you've bought Theatre of the Oppressed. Get political, man. Oh,
2: yeah.
1: That's good stuff. Uh, Games for actors and non-actors as well. Oh, God,
2: yeah. These are all in a charity shop now.
1: (laughs) Did you read any of them?
2: no 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 well i i read the bits that were required for you to read in order to do the essay on the book
1: so it was quite academic then you had to do essays and stuff It wasn't just all practical it,
2: this is the thing tom yeah. so i'm not academic at all and i was lucky enough at school to have a really good drama teacher right. um who when she wasn't telling us to go and research bertolt brecht and leading to an entire breakdown <laughs> um she was really good and she was like oh um she was quite frank with me and said, "You know, you're not you're not academic. Don't go to university and study drama because you'll just find yourself mm. doing essays and uh, it's a lot of theory stuff. You want to yeah. stick to practical. Yeah, yeah. Go to a drama school. And which actor has yeah. ever
1: which actor has ever got on set and, and when asked <laughs> to do something?" Has said, "Oh, I write an essay on this. I I structured yeah, a essay
2: brilliant essay on this, um, so I've got this, of course." People say Judy Dench's acting is great, but have you ever read her essays? Because that's <laughs> her best work. Um, so I I applied for drama schools. Obviously, very competitive. So as we said, didn't get in the first time. Saved up, worked for a year, yeah. came back uh, and and got a place at East 15. And uh, it was it was a practical course, but there were there there were still. Theory elements to it, of right. course, um, and so uh, with the community theatre aspect, we had to write a lot about people like Augusto Boal. Oh yeah, who
0: no, no I really idea. can't
2: tell you much more about further than this. I, I mean, this is uh, you're looking at somebody who's written maybe like a fifteen hundred word essay oh. on this person, oh. and I, I really had to think then about what his name oh. was. It just, it just stuff like that. Even even when it's as admirable as the stuff he did, I of know course. that he was a, a good person. Yeah. It it goes in one ear for me and out the other.
1: I, I think if I if I was shown my essays, if I was shown my essays from university, I wouldn't know yeah. I wouldn't have a fucking clue what they meant.
2: No, and also like it's that thing, isn't it, of 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 with essays, you're you're not actually giving your thoughts or your opinions on it. You are trying to tick the boxes that the person marking the essay yeah is looking for yeah. so you've got to mention and drop in certain mm. certain bloody words and and th- and I just thought oh it's for just god's like sake can we not just agree that we both have read the book yeah. and we both think he's a good person you're just
1: sort of trying now- to write a love letter to yeah. your tutor essentially you're trying to that's it. You're tr- basically what you're doing is writing fan fiction for your tutor that's going to give them an absolute stiffy
2: it's so boring yeah. and i can still remember lots of the stuff i learned about the the practice of uh, both acting and community theatre, I can remember all of the stuff that was actually practical, useful in the room, advice, techniques, um, yeah. the 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 brass tacks of community theatre. How many
1: brass tacks? Five, six.
2: Oh, there's at least five brass tacks fun. of
1: community theatre. Fine, 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 fine.
2: Uh, always start with a game of zip zap boy.
1: Um, zip that, how does zip zap boing go, please? Zip that, oh come on, you know zip zap well, pro- Zip to the I'll left, remember. zap to
2: the right, boing across oh, the circle. Yeah, great,
1: great, 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 great. Yeah. Um, all right, fine. So we've agreed. Uh, drama scores a waste of time. Very good.
2: I think if you look through 2014, all my orders are just yeah, yeah. It's all that. Just plays. Yeah. There's a st- yeah. stuff
1: about Marlon Brando, uh, The Great Dictator, uh, Charlie Chaplin. Oh Chapman.
2: yeah. Our acting teacher insisted that we watch that for the monologue. I mean, you could just YouTube it but apparently we had to buy the whole film. Of course.
1: Of course.
2: Chaplin's not even alive to get the
1: royalties anymore. no one's getting any money from that. What's the point? What's the point? Good sake. Um, Yeah, there is a lot of money wasted at university. It's true. Uh, 2015, uh, you have bought uh, Beryl, Modern Plays.
2: Oh, now, if we want to talk about a play, a a, a theatrical book that was worth buying... Yeah. I was on placement at the at the what was then known as the West Yorkshire Playhouse. Oh, yeah. So, again, I took this practical course and then uh, towards the third year, they were like, oh, you have to do a placement that's within an admin role. Oh. I was like, the reason I did this was so that I would be up on stage not doing the admin, okay? And
1: presumably at this point you could hear the voice of your teacher from school echoing in your head, don't do anything yeah, theoretical. Yeah, I'd followed her Do advice. Practical. I'd gone to acting school. But still, you were doing this shit.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, and so luckily, I got in touch with the woman that used to run my youth theatre when I went to, I used to go to West Yorkshire Playhouse for the youth theatre there. Mm. And I just got in touch with her and was like, can I just shadow you for two weeks mm. doing your Excel spreadsheets? Sure. So I did that. It was great. But at the time when I was there, there was this play on called Beryl, mm. written by Maxine Peake. Oh, And it's about Beryl Burton, the cyclist who still to this day maintains most of the world records—not just for women cyclists, but for cyclists in general. It was amazing. I don't know how we haven't heard of her like uh, 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 more than we have. She's um, she's in relative obscurity. Yorkshire lass, incredible cyclist. Uh, And it was just this. um, It was only doing a a few weeks at the at the playhouse, and it had this girl that used to be in Shameless. Um, playing Beryl Burton. That
1: probably explains the Maxine Peake connection, right? Because she was in Shameless, wasn't she, Maxine Yes, Peake? I think
2: so, yeah, yeah. Um, it was it was so good, Tom. It was one of the best plays I've ever seen. Mm. And uh, so I, I I bought the play so that I could re- relive it. Because it's, it's one of those things, isn't it, when you come out of like, like when you come out of a stand-up show, you go, oh, that was great, but you can't imagine, the you can't remember the precise bits yes. that... That you oh, I wish I could remember how that joke was told or how how that scene was done. So I I got the play mainly just so that I could read it back Mm. and sort of play it in my head. I've got a very Um, but it's amazing. I've got
1: a very sort of uh, Teflon brain like that in terms of watching watching stand up and like friends of mine, uh, like Clint for example, Clint Edwards, a brilliant stand up comic. He will come out of watching a show and he will recite. All of the bits you've done. That's he'll mess. be like, oh Maisie was amazing. This bit, and then he'll do word for word the th- three or four brilliant minutes. And I'm just sitting there going, I like the yeah, bit no, where she talks about a haircut. Was that a good bit? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. My brain just can't cope with it.
2: Mo, no, no, no. I um I've been lucky enough to do tour support for Jason Manford mm. on quite a few of his dates. Yes. And I still don't think I could recite like <laughs> one one routine. Yeah. Again, I'd be a bit like you, I'd be going, well, oh, it's it's about yes. it's about his kids, but I can't can't remember exactly. It's same, definitely funny. We have it's similar brains. It's, it's,
1: I think it's like a visual versus literal brain or something like that. It's just I cannot absorb yeah. that sort of stuff. Um, but the, the, does that make you nervy then when you go on stage and you've got a bit? Because the stand-ups who can be yeah. precise really nail it, yeah. whereas I'm always a bit like – It
2: means I really struggle with with like new material nights totally. or work in progress because I can't remember uh, how what the exact wording was to get the joke right? So like, I don't know how you write. I'll write um, my set and let's say I've got like a routine on trains. I'll have just written trains.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: I won't have written what was funny about it. So then it's just left to me on stage trying to work out. And then I do record it, but I can't bear to listen back
1: to it. So it's a long process before I've got a good joke about (laughs) trains, basically. And the the problem with that is, is that when you do eventually listen back to it, in my case, several years later, I'm like, oh, this is... This is all right. This, whereas in the in the in the moment, I'm always like, oh, no, I can't bear listen back to it. God, no, yeah, no, no, yeah,
2: absolutely. yeah, exactly.
1: Beryl exactly. Burton, right? Yeah. English racing cyclist. Oh my God. she won more than ninety domestic championships and several uh, seven world world titles. I'm on Wikipedia. She yeah. set a women's record for the twelve hour time trial, which exceeded the men's record for two. years. exceeded the men's record. For yeah. two years and it doesn't say here the date when she got engaged, so her Wikipedia is not as good as yours
2: <laughs> it's it was so so good, it was so good and um she her husband Charlie mm. was basically the person that uh helped train her and supported her. They would get up at stupid o'clock and pack this bike into the back of their tiny little car and oh. drive all over the place. It was a really, really good story That's and i hope That's I hope it gets revived um Somewhere, because if it ever does, uh, you should go see it. Would you play Beryl? Oh, genuinely, I, I came out of that being like, because at this point as well, I wasn't thinking about being a stand up comedian, I was thinking about being an actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was th- that was that was it. As I came out of that, going, that's a role I would love to play. Exciting, it was amazing. Man. I love that. Yeah. I love that
1: moment. All right, that's good. That's Beryl uh, by Maxine Peak's story of Beryl Burton. Have a Google of Beryl Burton, guys. It's very, very good indeed. Oh,
0: really oh, interesting. Oh my days! is So embarrassing. I don't remember buying all these silly little strange things. I swear on my life. I was forced by my wife with an abba penknife. Wait, wait a
1: minute. August twenty eighteen, uh, a twenty four pack of handheld paper fans.
2: Oh my god. Right, you will understand this. This is an emergency purchase mm-hmm. at the Edinburgh Fringe of my debut
1: year. The fir- your first year was twenty eighteen, so you did stand yeah. up for the first time in twenty seventeen, and you're at Edinburgh in twenty
2: eighteen. Yeah, one. So you think you're funny at twenty seventeen Edinburgh Fringe. Jeez. Uh, so that's the only reason I went up was to, to wow.
1: compete in the final. How was That moment, winning. So you think you're funny? Was that oh, just absolutely astonishing. mental.
2: Yeah. Absolutely mental. There was a great. You'll know this person, but there's, there's a great comic called Morgan Reese, mm. who was in my final. Welsh guy, and yeah, he um, he he came third, and he absolutely roofed it. So when he was in that, when when you stood at that's in that little room at the side, and they said in third place Morgan Reese, I was like, oh well, if this kid came third, right, right off, like mentally yeah. wrote myself right off. Yeah, uh, and then a great comic called Sarah Mann came mm-hmm. second, mm-hmm. and then it was me. Uh, so absolutely insane. Didn't expect it at all. It was ridiculous, uh, and then the next year went up with my first show, which was called Vague, yeah. and I was at the Gilded Balloon in a room called the Wee Room, which I think seats about 50, 55 people.
1: I think the Scottish uh, intonation is better, the Wee Room, uh, the rather, wee rather room. than rather than the Wee Room. Do you know what I mean? Yes,
2: that's, we make it sound like a urinal, don't we? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The the Wee Room, Aye. Uh, and it was hotter than the sun mm-hmm. in there.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, no windows. No uh, ventilation. No, no
1: air. Yeah, 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 of course. Uh, uh, everyone wearing everyone wearing raincoats because it's been raining outside.
2: That's it, that's so, it. Yeah. Um, and it was just so, so hot. And you've got, mm. I think, 15 minutes between each show. <sighs> so um, it was, uh, let me get this right. It was Gronya Maguire oh, on yeah. Before Me, yeah. then yeah. me, and then Red Richardson. Right, right. And it was so hot that... Gronya would be you know collecting all of her stuff and be dripping yeah. and then I would start the same as well yeah. so we all decided that we would all each
1: purchase
2: however many fans i can't remember how, how 24 many 24 pack
1: 24 pack 24 pack here,
2: yeah so yeah i put uh, 24 packs i thought one one between two, you know. Put them on every every other seat. Listen, I'm not made of money. It's the first Edinburgh fringe, Tom. It's a miracle if you break even. I'm not buying people a fan each. Okay? Share
1: your fans. Wow, that is great. That's so, very that's very primary school. I like that. One between two. Take one, pass it on.
2: Well, I just meant that I'll put them on every other seat because yeah. I also think if 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 everybody's got one. You're probably getting the flap of the person next to yeah. you, so you don't need to be flapping yourself. Any- anyway, Fair. one between two is what I went for. And also, inevitably, people fucking take them. Even gets. though they're going outside mm, into mm. the fresh air, people would fold them up and take them. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, gronya bought some, Red bought some, Andrea Hubert, who was also in the room, she bought some, yeah. and then I bought these. I didn't realise mine were heart-shaped, I have to say.
1: <laughs> they are. And then oh, they arrived. That's very you, Maisie. Um, but also, what's interesting about what it says here on your Amazon is you sent them back. So did you collect 24 that had been used by sweaty no, edible I got, people?
2: No, I got two. <laughs> so I ordered 24 mm. for a 50-sized room, mm. and then they sent two packs of 24. So mm. I returned one.
1: So rather than keeping...
2: How rather broke, than go, how Oh great! You? I've now got one... One for everybody, yeah, or, or, and I haven't paid any more for it. Yeah, you sent them back. It's the Edinburgh Fringe. Money is money there. Oh I God. thought, well, I thought I could get, I could then get a refund, and then I've had yeah. 24 for free rather than yeah. 50. And
1: that, you probably earned more than anyone else at Edinburgh that year through that move alone. Yeah. <laughs>
2: That, you yeah, know. if people would like to book me to do a seminar on how to make money at the Edinburgh Fringe, <laughs> that's the only it's way. You true. have to order heart-shaped fans and them over-deliver so that you can refund them. It's what and Edinburgh then teaches, you. It teaches you. Then about, you might, might yeah. break even. It
1: teaches you about comedy. It teaches you about margins. These are the important things you need to learn about. <laughs> Good. Uh, let's see what else we've got here. Girls will be girls dressing up. Something, something. What's this, please? This is by oh, M.O. Uh, Tourist uh, Book. this is this
2: this is a book mm-hmm. uh, that um uh this is uh yes, this will be summer 2020, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah, summer 2020. Yeah. Now we're in lockdown, or sort of out of yeah, lockdown. Yeah, yeah. We're
2: in lockdown. So I spent lockdown with my um, with my boyfriend, fiance,
1: mm-hmm.
2: currently engaged. Mm-hmm. My Hello. fiance and uh my brother. We live together.
1: Interesting combo, the three of you. Interesting combo,
2: especially for a lockdown. Yeah, And uh, my brother was going out with, at the time, um, a very lovely girl mm-hmm. um, and she was very socially conscious. Oh. And my brother, I, I've never heard him have these conversations before. And suddenly he was talking about, actually, gender's a spectrum. Oh, wow. uh, oh, wow. And, yeah, sure. yeah, he started eating a lot of corn. and... Mm. Um, Positive changes, don't get me Post- wrong. Because Post- in
1: the past, your brother, bit of a dinosaur. <laughs>
2: <laughs> bit of a dinosaur, exactly, exactly. But now? Now, yeah. Um, so, the, the um, I mean, yes, sometimes it was quite taxing being in a lockdown and the conversations in the evening were mm-hmm. sort of in-depth debates about social constructs and you think do you know what we're in a pandemic can we just can we just watch the one show Mm. and mong out Mm. can we can we just do that please yeah well also Um, you've got
1: why i'm no longer talking to white people about race brilliant brilliant book but again conversations we all have to have I'm not for a second saying they're not conversations we should be having but
2: also that yeah that book obviously in that summer of 2020 Mm. uh the conversation was so prominent that mm. you, somebody, I think, even as somebody who thought that they knew what racism was,
1: yeah,
2: uh, the 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 discourse, which was very much needed, started to make you think, oh, I clearly don't know what I need to know yeah. about this. I'm it's, clearly, it's, clearly not schooled up. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, went through a little bit of a uh, a deep dive into, um, yeah. Yeah, with 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 that book about about structural race, racism. Did you read those uh, books whilst
1: also using the Aerobi ten inch sprint rings? I wonder. Is <laughs> that that's a combo? And then isn't
2: it? I was reading the 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 Girls Will Be Girls book, which is very good. Yeah, uh, very interesting. Um, glad that it was recommended to me by my brother's girlfriend at the time. Uh, and then to sort of counteract this, when we were allowed our one daily walk because some of the conversations at home were you know heavy heavy yeah. heavy I would I would describe conversations as you say that need to happen, need to happen, but, happen heavy. but heavy yeah, yeah. Uh, suddenly there's a lot more relying on your walk for the light relief sure. and I love a walk as much as the next person mm-hmm. but if you get an aerobic involved it's a very fun walk all of a sudden
1: explain what does an aerobic do
2: an aerobie. Okay. I don't, so oh, it's, it's a frisbee.
1: It's frisbee, right, right.
2: Okay, it's yeah, a frisbee, yeah. but it's the best type of frisbee you can get. You can be the worst frisbee thrower in the world, but an aerobie will make you look like you could do it as an Olympic sport. Oh it's God. great. I love it. Wow. I don't know how they've I don't know the physics that goes into an aerobie, yeah. but it's basically you know how a frisbee is a plastic disc. Yeah. An aerobie is just a ring. Yeah. So there's course. nothing in the middle, like um, like a very, very thin, bad donut. Right. Um,
1: right. And you just wang it, I basically. In Brighton.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. I live in Brighton and everybody was going to the beach for their- Of course. One daily allowed walk or whatever. Yes. So the beach was horrific. Uh, so we started going to the parks instead and doing different parks every day mm. and going uh, going around them. So uh, an aerobic was just- oh, and aerobics was my best bit of lockdown. I loved it. And
1: you could because um, like there is actually ultimate frisbee. There is actually a game like a sort of football version oh, yeah. of, of frisbee, which yeah. I see people play, and they're amazing. Like probably diving. Oh, God, yeah. Also, yeah. the thing which I always think is very cool, sort of the the ultimate sign of being a grown up, is being able to throw a like when you throw a frisbee instead of throwing it with the back of oh, your hand, throw throwing it, it, it. Well, how do we describe like,
2: that? Forehand. But,
1: well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Forehand, like in tennis, exactly right. Yeah, yeah. so forehands.
2: Yeah, people look so cool doing that. So cool. I don't even think with an aerobie that that's a particularly easy thing to do. Um, I've never been able to do it. I can dream.
1: I can hope. If there was a TV show like, like a Taskmaster, but for looking cool, like things you wanted to do,
2: yeah, to, The forehand frisbee throw right up is there, up there, there, isn't it? Right up there, yeah. right
1: up there. Okay, yeah. all right, so good. So uh, 2020, a heavy year in many, many ways, but thank God for the aerobi keeping you sane. Um, Elsewhere, you've bought Sister Act, uh, you've bought some tuna in Springwater, 95 grams. Well, yeah,
2: so this Sister Act, my friend uh, Beth went through a breakup oh uh, at the beginning of lockdown. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, like really, really like, yeah, she was so unhappy. Mm. And so we would do every Thursday... <clears throat> We'd watch a film together at the same time over Zoom. Oh. Uh, we'd also like draw something in the week. In the we had a week to draw something, and then we'd share it because we're both really bad at art. <laughs> uh, and I let I let Beth pick the films that she wanted to watch yeah. because you gotta uh, let the heartbroken person course, pick. And course. she really wanted to watch Sister Act. Uh, I don't have it. It's Not on Netflix. So you gotta buy it mm. on Amazon mm. and watch it on there. Mm. Uh, the tuner. Uh I bought for uh, Katie Corrin, who runs the Gilded Balloon, yes. uh, and has always looked after me uh, at Edinburgh. And I know it was really tough, them not being able to to put Edin- Edin- the Edinburgh Fringe on. So you bought some tuna. Um, and I go and stay with her when I go up to Edinburgh. We, we, I, I live at her house, which is very nice oh, of her. Wow. Uh, but I just made a little, like this little package that was like, oh... Here's all the best bits of Edinburgh, so it's going to happen. Because I'm a really good friend. That is amazing. Uh, In case
1: you're missing me, to remind you of me, here's some tuna.
2: Here's some ch- No, no, yeah, I mean, no, don't let that be the case. That's where I'm going. Um, we'd just done Adelaide Fringe uh oh. before before it all kicked off with COVID. Yes. Uh, I'd been up at Adelaide Fringe. She came over as well. She had some acts there. And they have this tuna over there that's got like chili flakes in it. Mm. She was obsessed with it. She bought a load to take back to herself. I cannot imagine what her suitcase smelt like going back to <laughs> Edinburgh. Uh, but I decided to put some in this little care package for her and the only place she could buy it was amazon there he is we don't, jeff bezos we, he's your tuna jeff bezos. yeah i mean you try trying to find adelaide tuna in brighton no, it just doesn't happen not
1: gonna happen not gonna happen at all um that's very caring of you and of course yeah the, you know the lack of edinburgh in 2020 and to an extent 2021 must have been crushing for those big venues so what a nice person you are maisie is that the conclusion you want us to reach here in the podcast is that what we're trying to get to yeah so it does everything for charity
2: I'm just a real humanitarian, I guess. <laughs> I don't know why I'm I put so a hard human in, in humanitarian.
0: <laughs> um, a
2: lot of people have said that I'm sort of the Bob Geldof
1: or Bono of comedy. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> Patreon, um, Patreon, um, Patreon.com forward slash ToasterPod.
1: What else have we got here in 2021 now, Maisie? Uh, we've got oh. a lava lamp.
2: These are harder to justify the more recent it is, isn't it? like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when when you've Who got that something idea? embarrassing was was you 2 weeks yeah, ago yeah when you yeah. got something embarrassing from 10 years ago yeah. you're like oh god what was I, what was a like yeah i've really been on a journey uh,
1: tom really been on a journey yeah can't do yeah. that now. Mm-hmm.
2: uh lava lamp uh, i mean that's okay just, you know yeah nothing wrong with that i mean so me and my fiance moved into a place just for us two. Yeah.
1: uh your poor uh, brother the, your poor brother i know
2: i know at the um at the beginning of last year, must
1: be quite must be quite awkward to celebrate moving. Yeah, we're together. Fuck you, dinosaur boy. I know. Boy. I know. How does that map out? In,
2: Jan- in January 2021, we we moved into our, our a place for just us two. Oh. Um, uh, it was all it was all fine. My brother like was absolutely sound about it, yeah. uh, and he's. He's still just around the corner. He's like two streets away. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the only lamp that I had in my room yeah. was this lava lamp that I'd had for ages. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this will sound so juvenile, but uh, I find lava lamps fascinating. I just stare at them and then I fall asleep. And it's the best way to fall asleep ever. I just, I just watch it, oh waiting until the blobs get too big yeah. and then they separate and then they float back down. And it's so calming and it's so lovely. Uh, I I love it so much. You're a so I have this, lava lamp
1: addict. You have like a comfort lava lamp.
2: So I have a lava lamp and my boyfriend would find this really funny that I'm obsessed with a lava lamp. <laughs> and then I started to go, well, you try? You watch it and you'll fall asleep way easier." And he started doing it, and he fell asleep like a baby. Can, I, can this and, be
1: deployed as a superpower? So, for example, if I suddenly got a lava lamp out now, would you just nod off while we were doing the podcast?
2: Yeah, I just love it. I find it so calming and so fascinating. So, Mike started to watch it as well, and it was working a treat. So, then he was like, but I don't sleep facing that way. Oh. So, then we were like, well... <laughs> you've,
1: got, you've got his and hers lava lamps! So, we, so we got...
2: A- oh god this is so uncool but Aww. yeah we got we were like well you, you you can have mine and i'll i'll get i'll get a new one uh so um so is it like I
1: a got, like good night then love you thanks for it thanks yeah. thanks for getting engaged to me yeah love you see you tomorrow and then we and face, then, and then it's we
2: face just, away from each other There's just a little
1: noise we oh, yeah just pop that on what's yours doing oh it's really blobby at the top yeah me too
2: yeah we're a young couple in our 20s. <laughs> yes! We should not be falling asleep like this. But that is it. We go, no, no, I love you. And then we face away from each other yeah. and watch a lamp
1: until we fall asleep. I mean, that is fantastic.
2: God, that's so uncool. Have you ever
1: told anyone in public this before? Because this is no. this is going to get headlines up and running. No, and
2: that. I didn't even think about I started telling this story, and then I, as the words were coming out of my mouth, was like, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> this is so sad. <laughs> oh, it's sweet. spend ages trying to cultivate this image, going, oh, yeah, I don't give a fuck. I shaved the back of my head. Mm. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's, a bit, and, she's a bit punk, Maisie Adam. Yeah, she's a bit punk. Yeah, Lava, la I'm bon. really punk. Oh. oh. My God, that's fucking insane! I just also like when the two of you go on your honeymoon. You're gonna to have to have a yeah. travel lava lamp.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> These are all the things you've got to think about.
2: Oh my God, we are.
1: Fuck, I've I've really enjoyed that. That's very funny. We're
2: gonna have to bubble wrap our lava lamps yeah. to take them abroad. Yeah. I just like the idea of back to back. It's just so, a little honestly, chat about it as
1: well. Mine's got a really big blob at the top. Mine has as well. Do you want to swap? Do you want to yeah, swap lava sometimes, lamps? Sometimes.
2: Sometimes I'll be like watching mine and then I'll hear him go, oh. <laughs> and I know that that means, oh, it's getting ready. It's getting ready to, to say, oh God, this is so uncool. This is so uncool. This is the most uncool thing I've ever said. I'm blushing as I'm speaking because uh, it's... What, so you hear a little... I can hear oh. how sad this sounds. And then
1: you're like, it look, look? let me have a look. Stop necking my lava lamp.
2: Yeah, sometimes, sometimes he'll make a sound that makes you go, oh, I've got to check this out. What's it done? And I have to get up and look. So sometimes it doesn't really help us go to sleep because you're, you're hearing somebody else. It's
1: so exciting.
2: Yeah. And sometimes you yeah. get envy because you would be able to tell that his is doing more exciting stuff than <laughs> mine. Oh, dear.
1: Wow. That's amazing. I love that. I think that's, that's people will love that. This is really making anybody you...
2: judging me listening to this. Buy yourself a lava lamp.
1: Watch exactly. It, and then yeah. thank
2: me later
1: and save a fortune on Netflix
2: and save a fortune on Netflix yeah people people love to go oh what's that app that's where like you hear the sound of rain as you're falling asleep
1: Oh, who knows yeah, yeah. well you probably
2: have to pay a subscription to that you know what you don't have to pay a lava lamp
1: yeah you have to pay
2: once and then but it earns to be its fair. keep
1: I don't think you have to pay a subscription to hear the sound of rain falling in this country, but yeah, I take your point. I take your <laughs> but point. But people do. People do. Um, they fucking do. Um, all right, listen, uh, Maisie, we're getting into 2021 now. Uh, we'll just pick up on a couple of things here. We've got an easy release ice cube tray. This has changed my life as well. It's amazing. Yeah. It's an uh, ice cube tray made out of this sort of rubber type vibe. And, you know, instead of getting the ice, tray, ice cube tray out of the freezer... and You don't have to do that anymore. You just game
2: changer, absolute game changer. changer. I feel like I'm winning at life every time I make a gin and tonic.
1: Exactly, the ice industry is really booming, Um, and it goes well, of course, with uh, the tequila. 700 milliliters of tequila you bought on the first of uh, August, 2021. Have you seen what it
2: is? Though it's tequila rose.
1: Tequila rose. Oh, tequila rose. Isn't that a play?
2: It looks like you remember the Teletubbies.
1: Uh, right. Yes, you know they yes. used to have
2: tubby toast, and then they'd have tubby <laughs> custard, which was yes. like that bright pink stuff. It looks like tubby custard. Oh, and this was—it's still taste
1: f- of tequila, though. It's still got the tequila, uh,
2: kind of. But like, ah. no, it, it, it's nice and strawberry. It's, it is very nice. It's, it's very sweet. But mm. my friend Liv is going out with this guy called Ed, who's a proper geezer. Like he's proper, proper geezer. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was his thirtieth. And me and Mike were invited, and we said mm-hmm. we messaged Liv saying, "Oh, we'll 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 get Ed a drink. What what's his tipple?" And honestly, I really thought it was going to be like he likes a good good Scotch yeah. whiskey, you know, mm-hmm. or I don't like I don't know. Or the big, blood of his enemies, a One big of those. thing of like cask yeah. beer, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then uh, she said, "Oh, he's really into tequila rosé." I was convinced <sighs> this was a joke, but it's not. He, um, clearly, he's been reading those gender books that my brother is also <laughs> reading. Because he's <laughs> very comfortable to admit that he loves a tequila rose.
1: You know what you want to do next time? Just try and push him even further. Go go Bailey's on him, see what happens.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Push him. Yeah. Push him out there. I see how so. comfortable
1: he is in his own gender. <laughs> Take him to Bailey's. I am a Bailey's addict. I talk about it every episode. We should really get it sponsorship. It is lovely. Bit.
2: Yeah, I think you'd like this then. It's It's got the texture of Bailey's. It's that smooth creaminess, but it yeah. tastes of strawberry custard. With like the ever so slight hint of tequila, I didn't get okay. any tequila from trying it. I'll be honest with you.
1: I would like to see an episode of the Teletubbies where they all get shit faced on tequila.
2: That'd be good, wouldn't it? When they're all just good doing shots.
1: <laughs> okay, yes. um, also, thirteenth of July, twenty twenty-one. You've bought a Shiwi, the pitch and trek female urinal, travel yep. the travel urinal. No Great shame here. No shame, not. here. no shame no, uh, here. No.
2: Latitude Festival. I've done it yes. once before. Very, very lovely festival. You get to it perform is. there and then you get a f- nice free ticket, which is lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd done it the last time and it was fine, but I had to keep, listen, uh, between friends, Tom, once I go for a week... No one else
1: is listening. It's just you and me. Yeah.
2: Once yep. I go for a week, I'm, yeah. I'm non-stop. I have to keep going. you're yeah, breaking seal, the seal. Yeah, the once seal. the seal's yeah, broken, yeah, yeah. I've got the bladder of a two-year-old. Mm-hmm. And so that's fine normally if you're at a bar because the most inconvenience thing you have to do is keep getting up and going to the loo. When uh-huh. you're at a festival and you've queued to get a good bit, you know, in the, in the crowd to see the headline act yeah. and you keep needing a wee... <sighs> It's a lot to keep going. Excuse yes. me. Excuse me. Excuse oh, me. Oh, it's a Sorry. whole thing as well. And you,
1: um, you do that thing where you tell yourself, "I'm okay. I'm all right. I'm fine. Yeah. Don't worry about it. I'm okay." Yeah, and yeah. you realise that that voice has got loud. I had this the other day. I went to see. It. I went to. I went to the premiere. Check me out of uh, of Pam and Tommy. You know the sex oh, tape yeah. thing. It was fucking shit. Absolute shit. Oh really? Um, uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I sat there, need uh, desperately needing a week. There were free drinks, free water. I just ah, got stuck in, fatal. and the entire second episode... It, it, it's the volume element. It's the fact that your your brain's going. No, it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's fine. You need. You don't need a way. You don't need it. And you're just like I can't ignore this anymore. It's
2: horrible. It's horrible. You yeah. try everything. You try thinking of dry things. I was just. I was stood there. <laughs> Honestly, I was stood there waiting for Solange, and I was wait. I was just thinking of crackers, riveters, sand, <laughs> sedimentary rock. Yeah. It Wasn't helping. It wasn't helping. Yeah. And eventually, you got to go and then you've got to go come all the way back going sorry excuse me sorry sorry and it's all these people oh. that like you have been queuing for ages to get a good bit yeah. and you're you're just there uh and most headliners do a set of like you know an hour and a bit so well there's
1: always that moment when you're watching a headliner someone you've waited ages to see when you for me it's three or four songs in and I just kind of go yeah i've got this now this is great <laughs> oh done.
2: no i love it i love it so i decided that for the next Thingy, what I would buy was a sheiwei. I'd heard the rumours that they were very, very good.
1: Can you just do it there and then? Can you just?
2: Okay. Oh, put yeah. That? So I... it's like a little, like pink, um, uh, a mould that fits very nice around your mm-hmm. lady bits. Okay. Uh, and means there's no spillage. And mm-hmm. I bought that, and then I bought. I'll show you it. Actually, hang on.
1: Oh, okay. She's up. This is this is now called doing a Tim Key.
2: I bought this long black coat. Which is basically
1: like a flasher Mac. Wow, you've got a piss coat.
2: Yeah, it's basically a pissy coat. So oh I bought it. it's floor length and it's very light. So yeah. I'd have it rolled up in my bag and yeah. then I'd get it out, do all the poppers up, right? So I look like <laughs> Inspector Gadget. And then you can just get your she-wee out. You wee into this is so gross, but you wee oh, no, into an empty plastic cup. Mm. And then crouch down yeah. as if oh I've just dropped something. Whoops, Daisy! And, and you just gently pour it onto the grass.
1: Right, right, and, and, and it'll get nicely absorbed. You know, it's not like you're doing this on concrete. You're doing this oh, on the grass. No, Off it goes. No, it's the grass.
2: I mean, mm. you've probably stood in worse things. If you're standing <laughs> exactly. in my way at latitude, then yeah. you've got to weigh lightly, to be honest. I once had a whole
1: pint of piss thrown on the, the back of my head at Glastonbury. That's so, it. That's it. Yeah, I remember going to see nice. the
2: strokes in Doncaster and people were just throwing piss everywhere. Yeah. Whereas what we need is more people wearing a floor-length Mac yeah, that's and then the key for gently me. gently crouching down to sort of... Mm. <laughs> i mean You sort
1: of stand there looking like a henchman. That's yes. the problem you look like. There's a sort of Nazi vibe to it. The
2: feeling of gently pouring out your wee onto the grass is quite... Um, yeah. Quite quite interesting as well. Um, right. So did that at uh, the last latitude. It worked very well. Chemical yeah. Brothers, I wanted to get right to the front, and I mm. did. And then I just needed to do one nice big wee. I mean, bloody hell, it was like nearly filled the pint glass. But
1: uh, Right. Did you have a little, like a sort of piss in the mosh pit? Is that how it worked?
2: Oh, God, no, no. It wasn't you pull yourself off forward. to the side. No, no, and, no, right, no, it right, wasn't right, that far right, forward. But you right. know when you're like between the sound desk and the... Yeah. Like, so so yeah. you're not in the, in the midst of it. But oh, yeah. if you try and go to the loo, there's no way you're getting back.
1: It's a useful skill to have as well for when you get older and it's no longer festivals, but just going to the shops. Just going
2: to shops, yeah. Listen, Whatever it is. I heard a lot of chat about she-wees and I thought, oh, don't be ridiculous. And then I oh. bought one, and I think it was great.
1: Okay, great, 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 great. Get on, the, get the sheeWees, guys. Everyone's going to leave this. They're going to buy uh, the play barrel
0: and, <laughs> and a sheeWee. A, and a lava
1: lamp. Oh my god, <laughs> the lava lamp story. Is my highlight of the series so oh, far? Oh no. um, Listen, uh, an Amazon uh, purchase history and you have been the perfect combo for the show today. Thank you so much, Maisie Adam, for joining me on my mateboard toaster. Price. I think you are brilliant. Um, are you? What should we plug? Are you on the Twitters and all that business? Should we do that? How should yeah, we end this? Yeah, uh,
2: I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on tour. In the autumn. Hello. Uh, I don't know when this will go out, but hopefully before autumn. So, autumn, uh,
1: yeah, will, yeah, autumn 2022, you're doing autumn how many
2: 2022. Deaths? I'm uh, on tour all over the place. I'm really looking forward to it. The show's called Buzzed, and I'm Brilliant. dead excited to be on tour again.
1: Maisie, thanks for joining me on the show.
2: Thank you. Bye bye.
0: It's my meme.